0: okay super quick before we dive into this amazing content from this fabulous guest on the david nurse show just want to thank you for being a committed listener means the world to me and if you have 9.2 seconds and you can go to apple podcasts or podcast app anywhere podcasts are found and subscribe and leave a review that would be huge it helps me get better guests on bigger guests on, more guests on, but also helps people who are searching for podcasts come across this content and provide value in their life. A few other things I want to let you know about. I am opening up a brand new coaching program, The Breakthrough Squad. I'm only taking 30 people because it's pretty intensive and it's 90 days starting January 9th. You can go to davidnurse.com for more info or just message me. Hit me up on social media. I will respond to you. Trust me, I will. DavidNurse.com, Breakthrough Squad. Awesome, awesome. I'm also doing a mastermind. A mastermind where some of the top thought leaders, we're going to go to an NBA game, the NFL Rams stadium. Me and David Meltzer are doing this together. And We have some of our friends who are just incredible people coming in to speak. Yeah, it's going down February 24th, Friday through Sunday morning, February 26th, in Los Angeles. Tickets will fly. They'll go so fast. So message me if you're interested in that as well. The coaching program, the mastermind, and just reach out to me. If I can help you in any way, please, please let me know. I would love to. It's it's my passion. It's what I'm juiced up about. Okay, now check out the podcast. Let me know how you'd like it. And send me any questions for when I do the next q and I'd love to hear from you. Have an amazing, amazing day. Justin Forsett, welcome to the David Nurse Show. Man, it is so good to have you on here. I mean, it's just like last week we were climbing mountains in the middle of nowhere, Colorado, with a <laughs> yeah. bunch of bonding brothers. And here we are on the podcast,
1: man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm super excited to be on the show. Thanks for the opportunity. And uh, we had a great time uh, just the other week scaling mountains together, so uh, I'm glad to be on the podcast with you. Yeah, Justin, you were telling
0: stories late into the night that first night, and you had some oh, man, <laughs> just incredibly powerful stories that I'm excited to get into here. But first, start us off with a bang, something maybe not anybody knows about you, you know, the NFL Pro Bowler, I started a company that we'll talk about, but something, something different, a little, bit, a little
1: bit off the beat. Oh... Man, with a childhood fear that uh, works in this category, totally. Okay, so okay. Weirdly, weirdly enough, growing up, my my number one fear that I can recall uh, was of my shadow, <laughs> and uh, and I was super young uh, at the time, but I would just remember just screaming and crying my eyes out every night when I would go outside. And I would see my shadow so much so I would try to evade or run away from my shadow to get away from it. And I've never, this is exclusive stuff here, David. I've never told anyone this outside of my family, Uh, but but I would try to run as fast as I could shake, juke my shadow, but it was always there of course. Um, But I believe that helped with my, my speed and my quickness that 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 eventually got me into the nfl but it it started from a fear early on in life of me trying to run away from my shadow Justin. that's amazing like that is the secret to
0: agility quickness like hey hey, Justin, how did you train for the nfl oh when i was a kid i was running away from my shadow never shook him yeah that's crazy so how do i teach my kids when i have kids like hey that that shadow is trying to get you get away from you just just gotta
1: let them know that's like that's like the boogeyman so you just like (laughs) stay away from the shadow Man, that's incredible (laughs) and yeah that eventually
0: teasing in to get into the nfl and you had this amazing story that you told and and you got to tell it on this podcast Mm -hmm. because so many people need to hear this is the you make it to the nfl and you're getting your chance and the special teams and you're punt returner i mean you're repping out punts and and, and I'll let you tell it about how you weren't catching them in practice and then you get put out there in the game and you said this prayer that changed everything for you. But you tell it way better than I do, of course. Go ahead. So, you know, one of my favorite feelings in the world, it's getting a great night's sleep on cozy and comfortable sheets and blankets. And for me and my wife, that is absolutely cozier. Cozier, comfort, more comfortable than cotton. It's made from bamboo. And get this, it has been featured on Oprah's favorites list, Oprah, yeah, favorites list for the last four years in a row. They even give a hundred night sleep test. It means you can try them out for a hundred nights. And if you don't like it, you get fully refunded. It's high quality, so cozy, so comfy. You won't want to get out of bed. And now I teach people to get, just jump out of bed, but with cozy earth, you ain't going to want to get out of bed. And what they're doing for my listeners is incredible. Never been done before 40% off. Are you kidding me? 40% off. If you go to Cozy earth. C-O-Z-Y, Earth.com and enter the code DavidNurse40 at checkout, that is DavidNurse40, you will get 40% off the best covers, the best sheets you've ever had in your life. Trust me, you will absolutely love these. You'll probably be sleeping in the next time I do a podcast. Check them out, CozyEarth.com, DavidNurse40 for your special discount.
1: Yeah, so so when I got into the NFL uh, back in 2008, my first year of rookie season, I was the fir- I was a uh, a seventh round draft pick, uh, pick 233, uh, fourth running back on the depth chart. I- I'm probably like, odds looking at, outside in. Odds are, I'm probably not going to play uh, as an every down back uh, that first year. But uh, and I was probably going to be on practice squad. But one of my teammates, I was having a pretty good camp. I was doing well. One of my teammates, my fullback, David Kirkman from uh, USC, uh, it was my uh, my fullback up in Seattle. He he tells me, he's like, Justin, man, you're, you're really good, man. But if you want to make the team, you got to play special teams. Like, you got to get back there. We don't have a punt returner. You should try to catch a punt. And I have never caught punts in my entire life. I've never caught punts. Like, this is something that I thought only crazy people do because, like, you're looking they up do. in the sky, yeah. the ball's coming up there for, like, five seconds, and people are trying to take your head off. So I ended up going back there, practicing as much as I could, staying before practice, uh, taking reps hour before, hours after practice, during our lunch break. I was out there catching punts from the juggles machine uh, and uh, just putting in the work. So much so that a uh, first game, preseason game, out in Minnesota, the old Metro Dome, and uh, we're playing the Vikings. They say, Justin, you're going to be up this week. You're going to be catching our punts. I'm like, okay, this is the first preseason game. I have never caught punts in a game in my entire life. You're just gonna throw me out. You're not gonna like give me like a little dry run. Uh, maybe give me one punt. Maybe at the end of the game, it was like, no, you're gonna be out there the whole time. And so, so I remember my prayer uh, catching punts for that season, for that for that day in Minnesota, and it, it led on to the rest of my career. I would say a prayer right before uh, the punt was kicked. I say, God, it's your boy, Justin. I'm here. <laughs> I'm asking for something. I need you to please protect me and protect, and protect the ball. Worst case scenario guy, please protect the ball. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Just protect the ball. Because I cannot lose my job. I cannot afford to to lose this job that I have. And um I didn't know what I was doing. I was scared out of my mind uh back there. There's a lot of anxiety going leading up into uh catching those punts uh, every game, but you no, know, just that, that faith and, uh, that prayer kept me through a lot of tough times. Um, uh, you know, uh, whether the weather was, you know, snow, rain, what have you. Uh, but it kept me and I, and I played that year. Uh, I bounced around a little bit, but that was always a tool that I had in my bag from that first season and putting myself out there and trying something new. Man, that's amazing.
0: God, it's your boy. Protect the ball, <laughs> not me. But yes. So one thing that that you told me out there is you were muffing punts in practice. Oh, like yeah. you were they're hitting you in the head. So Terrible. so w- when they tell you, "Hey, you're going to return punts." Like,
1: what are you thinking here? What do you th- like what? Man, God is good. Um, cause yeah. I was out there, I was literally out there uh, at practice and I would catch, I would catch a lot, but there were just some, that's like, just about, it just looks like like a TV show. It like, yeah, there's no way this is a professional athlete out there yeah. catching punts. The ball is hitting me in the back. It's hitting me in the head. I'm misjudging them, misreading them. Um, and I wouldn't have confidence of putting, if, it, if I was a coach putting me out there, but they, they did. And I never dropped a punt ever in a game. Ever. But not I would one, drop, time. not wow. one time, not one wow. time, not half cotton, wow, tons. Um, but, but yeah, you were recovered. That is the power of prayer. <laughs> so yeah, that's it.
0: That's probably the most pressure-packed moment I can think of in all of sports. Like yeah. you have the ball, you're looking up to the sky, and you got just jacked fast dudes ready to take your head off, flying down. You can't really see where they're at. How do you stay calm? in that moment because you have to stay calm to be able to catch the ball and i think this really correlates with people in all aspects they might not be going obviously through this much of pressure but how do you stay calm in the moment and just at peace okay so question for you what sounds better paying seven thousand dollars for a huge sauna that you probably don't have space for or 5.99 for one that you can transport and take wherever you want hmm I think the answer is pretty obvious. Higher dose. Let me introduce you to that name. I have been using it for a couple of years now, actually, and it's literally my secret to taking high-powered naps. It's a sauna I can have in my apartment. I don't have room for a big, massive sauna, but I do for higher dose. And What are the benefits of higher dose sauna blanket? You kind of wrap yourself up in a cocoon, and I'm telling you, like my naps Oh, like 10 to 15 minutes off the charts. Enhances deep relaxation, improves circulation, promotes glowing skin, burns calories, encourages detoxification, pain relief, higher energy levels, reduces stress, promotes better sleep, everything that Asana does, but in a blanket. That's very affordable. That you can put anywhere. Higher dose. Yeah, check out higherdose.com code for you for listening to this podcast david 15 for 15 percent off higherdose.com let me know how you're liking it how your naps are going or just chilling in it it's amazing go check it out get your sauna
1: on today well uh, great question the first thing was first thing was I had to trust like the reps um, yes. that I took nice. in practice you know I had to trust the preparation um, and know that I and and understand that I knew how to catch punts. Like I've caught them before. Um, I've done it hundreds, thousands of times right at that point, uh, even in a short amount of time. Like I put in a lot of time and effort around it. So I had to trust the work and preparation. And then, too, I would say confidence. Like when I got out there on the football field, even though I said that prayer, like especially when I got to those punts. uh, And I would think back to when I right before pregame, right before the game would actually start and you got to catch punts. To warm up the punter and yourself uh, for the game to get adjusted to the weather and the conditions and uh i would just have this swagger like i'm, I'm talking it i'm thinking I'm, when i'm back there i'm visualizing like i'm Deion sanders like they kick this ball to me i'm in tr- yes. they in trouble right this ball is going back to the house so so i never exuded this uh or portrayed any characters of like oh this guy doesn't belong like i acted and behaved like i belonged mm. on the field and I alone back there catching punts, even though it was a pressure situation and it was something new I had never done before, but I had put in the time and I had put in the work. And I felt like once I got on that field and that ball is in my hands, I'm dangerous. So I, my job was just to go out there, and catch the ball and then, you know, showcase what God gave me. But the, but that's the key. You just hit the two most important keys for
0: people to step on a floor, a stage in a boardroom with confidence, trust the preparation, the reps that you put in and have Delusional confidence—that's what Kobe yes. called it. Delusional confidence, but it's so hard for people to do that. And you did it, becoming Dion Sanders. Is there like, <laughs> I mean, are there any other tools that you did? Did you visually watch yourself going through the game? Did you did you empower yourself with visualization? Like, I just want to. On this podcast, we do a lot on optimizing for excellence, finding the best people in the world indoors their, their space, and just diving into their brain. So, were there any other tools there? tips or tricks or tactics you would do?
1: For sure. Uh one of them that comes to mind was uh just the power of positive self talk. Um yeah. and it goes around that confidence uh piece as well. Like I was telling myself like, man, Justin, you're going to the house man today. Like you you are <laughs> gonna get in that end zone today. Like like, yeah. like they're not gonna it's be powerful. able to touch you. They're not gonna be able to tackle you today. Like it's a problem right now. They catch it they kick the ball to two zero today. It's an mm. issue. And mm. uh so so my mindset was like I'm going to even if it was fake juice. One of my former teammates, uh, Steve Smith Senior, he was he would come to practice with fake juice. Like he was like, man, I'm really not in it, but I gotta get myself. I gotta talk myself in it. So and then sometimes you get to a point where you gotta talk yourself up. You gotta you gotta you gotta talk talk to yourself in a manner in which like your, your body has to, your body has to respond positively. Your mind has to respond positively because you're giving it so much good energy um, and affirmation. So I I try to do that as much as I could. Um, And of course, visualization visualization of me trying to score uh, before I got out there. um, I tried to block out as much negativity and worry as doubt as possible. But uh, before leading up to my, my, my infamous prayer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man, the, the, those habits, those success habits,
0: tools are so important, and it's it's not like after that catch everything became easy and you just flowed through the NFL and became an all like it became a, a Pro Bowler. Like, t- tell the audience, like, when did you become a Pro Bowler? How many years did it take you to actually get to that
1: top point? Yeah, yeah, man, it took me seven years, and you know, it took me year seven, seven. at age age twenty eight um, for me to get my breakthrough in the NFL and, and if you want you want to add on high school and college before i was even recognized amongst my peers at, at, at that level um at, at that high of a level 15 years of doing the same things over and over again years. committed to the process being disciplined wow. overcoming adversity yeah it was it was a long haul
0: so good to hear you say that i mean it is 15 years to become an overnight success like the quote says 10 but it's usually more mm-hmm. And it is every single successful person I've been around. I'm sure you've been around. The number one factor is consistency. Like when you feel like you're down, you just keep going. You trust the process and you keep going and you will eventually get there. And you did. And I know you told me a part like I think one of the most powerful tools is a word of encouragement, a word of encouragement from somebody that you look up to, somebody that you admire, and it carries you. It gives you that Mm -hmm. belief. Tell me about the the Peyton Manning word of encouragement.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, and I think this is applicable to to everyone, even outside of sports. But uh, every time I got in a huddle with Peyton Manning, he would give me three things. He would give me warning. He would give me encouragement and he would give me instruction. Wow. Every single huddle. He would give wow. me warning, encouragement and instruction. Right. He was telling me, hey, uh, watch out this blitz is coming or you need to be here in this spot or he's telling me, Hey, all right, everybody guys, let's go make a play. Let's go do Let's go do what we're supposed to do. Let's go do our job. There's some words of encouragement, instruction and warning that he's giving me in every single play. That's good. And even if I apply that to like my day-to-day life now as an entrepreneur, as a, as a husband, as a family man, like that is something that I take near and dear to my heart because we need that. We can't do life alone. Right so we need to have this this huddle that we can come to and this uh someone that that brings value to us that can pour into us and give us those three things. I love that man. I didn't hear you say that. That's
0: that's powerful. That's great for companies and I'm sure you've like you said related it to hustle clean which we're going to talk about here in a second. And there was a time that I I remember you mentioned like hey like somehow by God's grace you end up next to Peyton Manning's locker. Ah uh, yeah and after you so, had something with a game ball and i know i know it was very lasting impact for you
1: no for sure man so one of my um one of my favorite memories in the nfl was uh, uh my rookie season so my rookie season after the whole, going through preseason that year having a great preseason and uh i ended up making the opening day roster with the seattle seahawks but the second week i got cut and then uh, my first my first actual game that I, I – because I didn't dress up that first game. Uh, my uh, my first game I played with was the Colts in my NFL career, like first regular season game. So they picked me up off of waivers from Seattle, and I'm there, and I'm going into the week as this – you know, they brought me into punt return and kick return. Again, mostly punt return because uh, they saw how effective I was at being a punt returner, or at least pretending to be one. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so – so I get there the first week. We're playing Minnesota Vikings, which I remind you I told you the story that yeah. my first punts that I've ever caught in the NFL in that preseason was against in the Minnesota Vikings Stadium in the Metrodome, and uh, so I was accustomed to like the arena and the, t- the field and surface and all that stuff. So we get there. Long story short, I'm thinking I'm like God. Just let's let's make this day an easy day for me. Like uh, let me get about two or three catches, of punts, and uh, you know nothing. The ball doesn't touch the ground. And everybody's good, and uh, so we got up. I probably caught two punts. F- fair caught both of them um, for at the, at the game because we, we, uh, uh, for whatever reason our defense wasn't stopping uh, the Vikings at that time, so they didn't have to they didn't have to punt and th- that much. And then at the end of the game, it was probably like thirty seconds left or forty seconds left to go on the clock. We're tied up, and uh, the, the, the the defense stops uh, the Colts. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the defense stops the Vikings, and, uh, you know, I'm back there. They say punt returns up. I would get back there, and it's on me, literally. Uh, it's 40 seconds, and I'm just – I'm back there just like, God, please, protect me and protect the ball. <laughs> if all else fails, Lord, just please protect the ball. I cannot drop this ball right now. And uh, so I, I the ball is kicked. It's an a, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the punter's name uh, at the time, but it's uh, uh, Cluey, uh, who's a UFC punter. So I, I, he, he punts the ball. He's a great, great punter. Kicks the ball up. I, 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 I get centered. I catch the ball. I feel instantly uh, the gunner the, from the Vikings, is a, which is a defender. I feel his arms around my waist. I shake him off. The ball is caught. Shake him off. I make a move up the field going down the left sideline is 10 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards, 40, down, 40 yards downfield, And I set my, my team up uh, for uh, a game winning field goal uh, at the, at the end, all we had to do was center the ball. And uh, wow. I remember my, my fans, my new, my, 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 my new teammates, they were, they were cheering me on. They was dapping me up, giving me all the hugs on the sideline just came in that week. And uh, at the end of the game, my locker was next to Peyton Manning. I don't know how that happened or who <laughs> set that up, but my my locker was right next to Peyton Manning. And uh, as I'm getting changed out of my clothes and whatnot, and uh, Peyton Peyton Manning looks over to me. He says, "Hey, the four set man, we won that game because of you. Good job, wow. bro." I was just like, "Wow, oh, man, it's the goat talking to me like this." Yeah. The goat, yeah. Peyton Manning, man. So, I mean. And uh, from that day on, you know, uh, it it was just – it was, like, really assuring um, and and comforting knowing, like, man, I had the respect of my teammates and one of the best to ever do it, Um, a leader uh, and a Hall of Fame player, like like I said, says, like, man, Justin, you got what it takes. And uh, that was a special moment for me.
0: Yeah, and and that can carry you through a season, through a career, Uh, through somebody's lifetime, and it's just – it's such a good lesson to everybody out there. Like people are looking up to you. I know you have a lot of people looking up to me. Everybody does. And if you can give them that word of encouragement, that's that spark that can set a flame to someone's entire life. That's big time. Justin, you have a gift, which I call the make it happen mentality. Like I just seen it in you and your career and what you've done as a CEO of founder of hustle clean. It's just like, Hey, if I'm going to do it, I'm just going to figure out a way to make it happen. And, Mm -hmm. and, is is that just part of your DNA and what you've developed over just, I mean, playing at the highest level in the NFL? And, and just talk about how that's carried on into being a founder and CEO, because that's another grind in itself, and I know right. it's a completely
1: different type of, but same mentality. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. It, it, I I think for me, it was something that was in me at an early age. Um I just had that hunger and uh, desire for more uh, out of my life. And I wasn't going to allow anything to stand in my way. I came from very humble beginnings at one point, uh, living out of a motel with my family. uh, And it was three three boys. I was the middle of three boys and I have two parents in the home. And uh, we are in very, um, just uh, bad conditions at the time financially. And uh, I would just remember telling myself, like my kids will never have to deal with the, some of these things that I'm dealing with. Right. I was going to do whatever I could do, possibly to, to make sure uh, that wasn't the case. And uh, and uh, I was going to fight, man. And I always believed that I was the exception and not the rule. Uh, I remember when yes. uh, people would come in and say, you know, only less than one percent of NFL players, uh, only one percent of you student athletes will make it into the NFL. And I would say they, I remember seventh grade vividly teacher coming in and giving us the stats on like why most of you guys in here that say they want to be in professional sports, it wouldn't happen. I was like, man, I really, pre- teacher, thank you so much, Miss McKay, for yeah. for coming in and get us that the groundwork and giving us that information. Uh, but that's not me. Uh, you talk yep. to somebody else like I'm the exception. Uh, I, I'm not the rule. So I just had that mindset that I was going to figure it. Whatever I put my mind to, I was going to figure it out. I knew I had faith, um, of course, but I was going to put the work and time in as well. So that was kind of in me from a very early age. Love it. It's the difference between people thinking,
0: oh, why me? Well, why can I do it compared to why not me? And you had that mindset. Beautiful, man. All right. Talk us through Hustle Clean. Tell me all that you guys are doing at Hustle Clean and just give the audience like, all right, why should we be excited about this? Why should we be on board with this? And just hit me. Hit me with the pitch, but then hit me with the struggles too, man. I, I, I love to hear yeah. the struggle. Because I know it's not easy running the company. I'm just running myself no. and a couple other people. You're running a lot of people.
1: <laughs> no, no, man. So I'm the CEO, uh, co-founder of Hustle Clean. Hustle Clean is a mission-driven self-care brand for the active lifestyle. Uh, it's a line of restorative self-care products to help the everyday athlete, fitness enthusiasts with hygiene, wellness, and recovery. And, and David, our, our big goal is to eliminate toxic hustle within the wellness community. You we see yeah. like within sports and fitness, like a lot of burnout, a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression and uh, and a lot of ba- sometimes, you know, bad hygiene habits. And we want to make sure that we put a stop to it. We feel like there's a better way. We feel like uh, there's this this wave of like holistic hustlers out there that are trying to change the world and the way we work. And the way we do work, and where we view work, and uh, we want to be a small part of it. We want to want to say, hey, you can chase your goals, you can chase your dreams, uh, and you can do it in a really, uh, really healthy way that can uh, that allows you to to not only pour pour yourself out into others, but also fill your cup up so you can be uh, effective at pouring out into others.
0: Dude, I love it. I love it. And we're gonna link to that in the show notes. And the first five people to message me on Hustle Clean, we're gonna get them something from the website and send it out to them. Oh, dope, man! Of course. So, <laughs> what's what's been the biggest difference then? Give us if you could put one difference of being a CEO compared to a Pro Bowl running back. What's the biggest difference?
1: Yes, that's easy. Um, <laughs> uh, football, <laughs> f- football can be very detrimental to your outer being, right? You can yeah, yeah your bones, your body, your head, yeah, uh, aches and pains. It's just like physically grueling. Right at times, like you think about just running into three hundred pound men every Sunday. Uh, the thing about entrepreneurship and what makes it different is that it may not be as physically grueling, uh, but it can be detrimental to your inner being. Mm. Right, uh, you can see uh, isolation and loneliness and depression and anxiety and stress and like you're carrying a you're carrying a lot as a founder of a business and you're running it. Where in football. Uh, I just had to do my job. Like that, they just say, Justin, go out there and do your job. Don't worry about anything else, but your job. I didn't have to worry about booking the flight to go play the Cleveland Browns. I didn't have to worry about marketing the game. I didn't have to worry about P and L statements and balance sheets and make sure that we had <laughs> enough margin in, in the company so we can continue to grow. Uh, I didn't have to worry about those things. I just showed them, did, did my job, but. As a CEO and a founder, I have to worry about all those things. Now, I have some people running those departments, but I have to have my hands in all of those things so I understand it to be able to share the mission and the vision with anybody that I come across. So uh, it's just going to be a very weighty um, uh, uh, profession and a title to have. And if you're not intentional about your time, it will consume you and you have identity issues and it's a whole bunch of negative stuff that comes with it. So it's a kind of an inward battle. It's beautiful, man. So well said. And and just watching and
0: observing you, and I know how much you how you have going on. Family, kids, company. You're going to speak, travel today to speak to college football team. And, and, and I know you get so many people hitting you up for your time, and you just seem like smooth. Like you seem like you have a, a peace to you. Like it's calming to be around you. You know the difference between people mm-hmm. that like they have a lot going on, and you know they have a lot going on compared mm-hmm. to the ones who have that peace inside of you. So I just want to – Give you kudos I for that, man. It. Yeah, yeah. It's that very, means a lot. Thank you, man. It's an infectious thing. All right, we're going to throw you on the rapid fire hot seat with a few minutes we have remaining before we wind down here. This can be quick answers. Whatever comes to your mind, hit them with it. So the first one I have for you is we optimize for excellence in all areas. How do you, Justin, continue to learn, continue to grow on a daily basis? Is it certain books that you love, podcasts you listen to, gratitude? What, what, what are your go-to's?
1: Oh man, I would say definitely pushing myself reading books. Uh I do uh podcasts every once in a while, but they're more tend to be more on the uh sermon side, but nice. I'm definitely reading books, man.
0: What's uh give me a couple of your favorites for the audience?
1: Ooh uh I Other than say, these f- other than these two behind you, of course. Yes, but go yes, ahead. Yes. <laughs> uh, I would say five dysfunctions of a team, Patrick and uh nice. the advantage I would say also Contagious uh, by Jonah Berger. Yep. Um, I would say uh, Hard... uh, I don't know. Training Camp by John Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Shout
0: out to JG Training Camp. Yeah, that's kind of like your story there probably. I mean, not exactly, but you know, running back. Okay. Three people inviting them to a dinner, dead or alive. Three people. Who are you inviting? It can be two people. Whoever you mm-hmm. want to invite to a dinner. And the most important question, what are you eating at that last, quote unquote, death row meal?
1: Oh, man. Uh, Jesus yeah. is got to be at the meeting. For sure. um, I want to talk to, oh, man. I want to talk to Harriet Tubman. Oh, okay. Um, and I want to talk to... Dead or Alive it would be the third win. I would say, ooh,
0: Diddy. Diddy. I know that's that, a weird uh No, weird it's beautiful, right? man. You're going to have some great <laughs> conversation there. I could literally see Diddy, Tubman, and Jesus on a track. Dropping <laughs> some fire. <laughs> Love it. All right, what are you eating? What's your go-to meal? What's oh. the last
1: meal? Oh, go-to meal. I'm a barbecue guy, but for that yeah, meal, baby. I don't want to get too messy because I want to have the conversation. Okay. Uh, I would say I'm gonna do cr- I'm gonna do crustaceans. I'm gonna do garlic noodles, uh, some garlic prawns. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, so you don't want to get messy. You just
0: want everybody to have garlic breath when they're talking to each other. Yeah, you. yeah. To
1: to <laughs> Love yes. it,
0: Justin. Hey, how do we support all that you're doing? How do we follow all you're doing? Give us some links. Uh, just want to be able to support your mission, brother.
1: Man, thank you. Uh, you can follow me on all channels at, J- at J4Set. Uh, Our at Hustle Clean is the brand name. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you name it. At least Twitter for now. Uh and I would say go support, buy our products, uh if it fits your lifestyle. Uh we got some muscle relief soaps, some wipes, uh all sold in Target. Uh about to launch into REI, Macy's Kohl's Dang. uh, Myers grocery store. So yeah, you can find us anywhere. literally, anywhere. Yeah, that's Amazon. amazing. Man, yep. I know there's a story behind getting
0: into those big places. That ain't easy to get into those places. Nah. That's for next time, for the next episode. All right. As we drop the mic, we're going to end on this. It can be a quote. It can be a one word of advice. It can be a saying, something. If you could give a kid who is stuck in their situation one piece of advice for them to be able to basically make an adjustment, a pivot, and on their way for their personal breakthrough, what would that drop the mic piece of advice be?
1: Uh, I think we talked about this on the mountaintop, uh, actually, David. And, and my, my advice would Beautiful. be uh, is that uh, greatness grows best in the shadows. Um, mm-hmm. That's an encouragement uh, that I would give to anyone that is trying to find their breakthrough. Uh, just being able to embrace those those tough and difficult times to use them as fuel and motivation to help you reach your peak performance uh, and, and reach your dreams and goals. Because uh, we don't get our greatest gains where we're at the top of the mountain. We get our greatest gains in life on our climb and our pursuit to the top those moments when we're stretched, those moments when we're pulled and we have to dig deep within ourselves and pull out things that we didn't even know existed in order to take us to the next level in life. So enjoy and embrace those moments and figure out a way to use that as fuel.
0: Dude, that is the best. Drop the mic and that's why he's one of the best speakers in the world right there, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Jay Forsett, I appreciate you, a light, a leader. Thank you for coming on this
1: podcast, brother. Thanks, David. Appreciate you having me.